Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Time to introduce a new member of the Armstrong and Getty Show team. It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. Duped one more poor sucker into wasting the precious days of their lives in this hopeless enterprise. So are you using an on-air name like Paige Turner or... Oh, God, no. <laughs> Lane Changer. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Diamond Lane. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a good one. That's, Are you a stripper or traffic yeah, reporter? Yeah, it sounds like somebody would date Hunter Biden is what that sounds like. <laughs> Asphalt for a good traffic reporter. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just go by Katie Green. Okay, Katie Green, uh, welcome. You, she, Katie's actually been working with us for some time now, right? Yeah, a couple of months. Six, seven years. And uh, <laughs> so making her on-air debut for a variety of technical reasons, really. But welcome to the Armstrong and Getty Show. We appreciate you your help so far and it's only going to grow from here i've i've already loved it you guys you guys are the best so it's a joy well you're killing it oh my gosh are you good at what you do and folks who uh you know are in the bay area california are kind of familiar with you through the years you've been in bay area radio for a long time long-ish yeah i uh actually went right in out of high school Uh, i was working at an alternative radio station called live 105 which shocking no longer exists and then i moved into conservative talk at ksfo which is a home of your guys as well. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, so you've been in radio your whole adult life then? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pushing 16 years, I yeah. believe. Yeah. Me, me too. Um, <laughs> my whole adult life, although 16 years is not the number for me. Um, so you, um, you follow in the footsteps of some uh, excellent producers and also some very weird and awful producers. Are you familiar of our old producer, Dominic, who used to do this job? I have heard very small bits and pieces of this story, but not the whole thing. No. Well, very few people have heard the whole thing. Okay. Because uh, it's quite disturbing. He used uh, to... F- I think when a guy dies, that's kind of the statute of limitations. You right can there. say you whatever can you want. You can go ahead and say whatever you oh, want. Oh, yeah. I think he, so. is, he is dead, thank God, because um, he's a bad person. Um, uh, but oh, this is not one of the reasons he's a bad person, uh, but he used to do this. And he, he talked about this on the air. If he was at a movie theater... And people were talking during the movie. 
when he got up to leave at the end of the movie, he would take his large Coke and pour it in the seat to punish the theater for not having dealt with the people who were talking during the movie. <laughs> oh, did this guy die from bad karma? <laughs> yeah, he might have. Yes, essentially, yes. And if he was mad at a restaurant, he would turn on the water in the bathroom and just leave it on to punish them. Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, very sad. But he was twisted. He had a bizarre, abusive childhood, and he was a child yeah. molester. He, and he, these, stories, these are stories he told on the air. Wait, um, we just glassed over he was a child molester? Well, he was, a. I think, a pederast is the, uh, the preferred term. He was a, a, a gay fella who would uh, form relationships with quite young gay men. So he was uh, including uh, uh, way underage. Well, not, he, like, not a child, but a teenager. He was also uh, uh, a child star in Hollywood, so he hung out with Charlie Sheen and Corey Haim and Corey Feldman and that whole crowd. He okay. ran with them when he was young, and uh, there was a lot of horrifying sex abuse stuff going on that uh, you can read about in People Magazine or TMZ, wherever you want. Um, anyway, he and Charlie Sheen got into a back and forth back when he was still alive over who was to blame over Corey Haim's death, I guess it was. I can't remember. Suicide, but anyway, aside from that... A whole yeah, angle. we've we've taken this introduction of a terrific person, very dark. I was well, just I'm sorry. Say, I, I should say boring you compared. <laughs> I oh have no, nothing on this guy. <laughs> oh, and we haven't gotten to litigious, which was really a problem with with our buddy Dominic. Mm. Yeah, so I was going to get to. There was one angle I want to get to though, as we transitioned it back into asking Katie about her life, Dominic, and the whole. It wasn't like his childhood stuff. Oh, his yeah. Mom, was it? So his mom, who like would drive him down to the, the end of a road and try to kick him out of the car and, and talk about how she he, the reason she was so miserable is because he was such a bad kid. Um, but she, he told a story one time on the air about how she would she would put a big knife to her chest and then she would put it up against the door, the front door of the house, and then say, God, somebody please. Send somebody to open this door and kill me now so I don't have to put up with Dominic any longer. Yeah, how twisted is that? I wonder why this guy had so many issues. Yeah, I know, I know. Boy, this is dark. Delete wow. this podcast, Michael. So, this, so this let's start again without Jack's <laughs> malevolent yeah. shadow over it. I thought this was going to be a happy affair. So we're yeah. happy about the seeming normalcy. <laughs> Of you joining the team. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but no, that's insulting. <laughs> that's such a low bar. You're not a psycho and a child molester. So we're pleased with you. Well, what's the matter with you? <laughs> hey, you guys, baby steps. You know, I exactly. got to take all the little victories I can. So, right. yes, not right. a child molester. <laughs> anyway, ha- haven't stabbed anybody yet. Yeah, no. that's fabulous. No stabbings. We're good. So, um, uh, married? Yes. Kids? Actually, to a broadcaster, so we're both nuts. Okay. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Children? No. Pets? Yes. I have, a, I have a 12-year-old dog who I actually just took to the vet last week. They told me they were going to pull one of her teeth. They pulled 14. What did, oh. the, what did that cost you? Because I'm dealing with that right now with Pugsito. Um, over 3,000. Yeah, that's... The, Good Lord! That, mm-hmm. is, that is the estimate I got for pulling teeth, and I thought, you got to be freaking kidding me. Yeah, and apparently there's some age limit where af- once they pass it, they have to have a senior dog exam, which on its own is 500 bucks. So... What the hell? Yeah. The love we have for our pets. I, vets know. They know. They know they can charge oh, that yeah. much, because oh, what that, am I going to yeah, do? Absolutely. No, let her suffer. Well, I... Yeah. So. 
I'm a hardcore animal lover as well, so the no. dog takes priority. Human beings dealt with their teeth just getting bad and falling out of their heads up until, like, I don't know, 80 years ago. Or, or you well, know, you take a stiff shot of bourbon and, and somebody takes the pliers to you. Right, and pulls it out. School. Or look right. at San Francisco. I mean, there are people walking around without teeth everywhere there. Well, right. So, <laughs> right. So they if, found a way. So <laughs> if I just yanked the tooth out of the dog's head, I suppose I'd be arrested oh. for that in the modern world, huh? Well, yeah, because, uh. you know, you probably wouldn't be able to give them the needed anesthetics and whatnot. Right? Wouldn't that be excruciating? Unless you favorite? could. I don't, I don't know. But I was just, reading, what's the, the trank? One of the hard, hard things about getting trank off the street is that it's a legal veterinary drug. It's not like a controlled Schedule A substance. So, because they need it for horses, it's around. So get get you a little, I, I can't believe you lured me into this conversation. Get yourself a little trank. <laughs> read up on dog dentistry online. I'm sure you'll do fine. Read There's- up on dog dentistry. But so everybody should realize if you get a pet in the modern world, this is the corner you've painted yourself into. Right. Now, maybe you're willing to do it out of the love of your heart, like a lot of people are for the dog. I am going to do it because the dog's so important to my kid, but I hate the idea. I think it's insane to spend $3,000 for the dentistry of a dog. That seems insane. But so my options are do it myself, which I think in California I'd be arrested for, or put the dog down over its teeth, which most people would think I was a monster for, or well, let them th- rot out of his head, which most people would think I was a monster for. So you're you're painted into the corner of spending $3,000 for the dentistry of a dog? Well, and that's an unfortunate fact, too, is I, one of my friends who works in, in the veterinary industry said that a lot of people who can't afford it do end up just putting the dog down. And Aww. why are you a vet? You love animals, and that just kills them. The, the, sorry, that was a poorly, poorly worded. The vet, because, oh, no. I mean, this is a yeah. healthy animal that needs a medical procedure, and then a lot of people opt for putting them down because it's cheaper than the procedure itself. Well, Not I get fair. that. If you can't afford $3,000, what are you supposed to do? Alter your life forever by going into debt? <laughs> the Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. 
I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, hey, Michael. Michael. Yeah, yeah. I you had... want to do a... Se- do you want to do a separate podcast with me that well, doesn't I had make questions people like, leap? I had questions like, what was your happiest childhood memory, favorite place to visit, movie? Oh, we're so far away from that realm. Yeah, okay. So. <laughs> oh, that's, a good, that's good. We're getting to know you. What's your favorite all-time movie? My fool boy. My favorite all-time movie. Just off the top of your head. I know that those answers change weekly for most people. But. I'm a huge Ace Ventura fan. <laughs> okay. oh, I, like you. I like you a lot. There you go. Yeah, Jim Carrey. I love him. Mm. Wow! Oh, Joe's wow. face says it all right now. That's okay. What? Uh, well, as we can push through this again. You're not, you're not a child molester. Uh, what? Uh, what's your favorite sort of music? Uh, alternative rock. Oh, I love. Yes. I love anything rock and roll. My both of my parents play guitar. My mom's self-taught. My or my mom is taught without being able to read music. My dad can mm-hmm. read music, and I grew up around all the instruments. So yeah, we still yeah. got to geek out on music. That'll be. Oh fun. yeah. I would love that. Uh, cool. Brothers and sisters? Nope. Only child. Okay. Mm-hmm. Only child. Um, mom Mom was working at the bank. Dad was uh, a superior court judge in Oakland. And my mom, uh, they met on and went on a date. And then my mom put my dad's car up for sale as a prank. And they were in love <laughs> ever since. Wow. That's, that's a and, prank. Yep. And they weren't going to have kids. And then I came along when my mom was 39, I believe. So here we are. <laughs> so did you grow up in Oakland? Uh, I grew up in a town outside of Oakland called Castor Valley. Okay. Mm, yeah, it's like no, the well. only still partially sane part of the Bay Area. How has Oakland changed over the years since you were a child in the area? Oh, it's it's a totally, it's a completely different place. I mean, my, my dad and I, when he would take recess from court, we would walk around Lake Merritt. And if, you've, if you're familiar with the area, Lake Merritt's not exactly... Would he leave his robe on? No. <laughs> Oh, I wish he had. That would have made them so much better. But um, Oakland now is a place that I will not go by myself or even with my girlfriends. I require my husband. And it started to smell. I was was there Hmm. recently, and I noticed a weird smell. It's just not a place that I enjoy going anymore, unfortunately. Same to San Francisco. California in 1996. you know, longtime Californians, obviously, but not native Californians. And uh, some friends who moved away came to visit, uh, hung out for a few days. It was great fun. But uh, they were born and bred uh, Southern Californians, uh, L.A. area, beaches, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And they were, uh, and I'm taking the the uh, podcast a little depressing again, but there was a palpable sense of grieving when we talked about California and its changes. I mean, they remember the wonders 
of when California was like the land of opportunity, low regulation, creativity, arts, music, and conservatives uh, were, were, you know, side by side with liberals and everybody got along. And, you know, the beauty of the place is unmistakable. But it, it was like people who were in mourning. It was like Tom McClintock always talks about uh, great, greatest public schools in America and free university. Yeah. I yeah. mean, this this whole state, I mean, I'm I'm 34 and born and raised here and in the Bay Area, and it is a completely different, it's a completely different place to be. What's your favorite? It's not safe anymore at all. Yeah. What's your, Go ahead. You got what's one? your favorite food? My favorite food? I'm a huge sushi person. Right. Oh, yes. Yeah, I love sushi. Seafood, uh, all of that. All right, here's a good cliche uh, question. Um, if you weren't doing what you do in the radio business, what would you like to be doing? Uh, I would want to be a police dispatcher. Oh. I've, I've always wanted to be a 911 dispatcher. Usually when it, things start to go crazy, I'm, I remain relatively calm. And I just kind of thought that I've, I've, I've had a couple of friends that have had instances that required 911. And being that other person on that line to be that comfort, I thought, would be a nice option. Wow, what an interesting answer. Tell your dad I've always wanted to be a judge because I'm so judgmental. I think I'd be good at it. <laughs> Oh, well, yeah, you got to be judgy to be the judge. No problem. (laughs) What are your go-tos for news every day, like first places you turn just to see what happened overnight? First place I go, um, well, first Washington Times is the first stop. New York Times, L.A. Times, and I kind of run down the line. Gotcha. And try to figure out what I I do love some of the the little websites that some people aren't too sure about. I love the free beacon. And oh, I love yeah. going to Breitbart. <laughs> Are you iPhone or Android? iPhone. Okay. I tried Android and I I suck, so I had to stick with the Apple. Yeah, you know I I get I lured by some of the uh, shiny stuff on Android every now and then when I'm at the store. Like I like that. I think it's the Samsung Note with the pen on it. I think that'd be really handy. That's the one that I discovered that I suck with uh, Androids. Yeah. I had the Note okay. 3, and I somehow ended up with about 47 viruses on that phone. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But then I often ask the people that work at these places what they have. Oh, I have an iPhone. Yeah. Your Apple? Yeah, yeah, it's just much easier. Okay, well, then I can go back to I'll just stick with what I got. It's an easier interface for all ages. Hmm. Well, we're sure happy you're here. I mean, not only are you doing a great job, you're obviously a, a very cool person, and uh, and you know this is great. We're happy, and really, I hope you're happy. Our only, if you're uh, ever not happy, tell us, please. Okay, we'll do. Pretty much, or I'll our, just do a little trank. <laughs> pretty much, our only interview question we ever have anymore is: Have you partied with Charlie Sheen? And as long as it's a no, then nope. you're in the running. Since no, we've had I've... one bad experience with someone who was a yes. Yeah. Nope. Not me. <laughs> I promise. Awesome. Excellent. Yeah, it's awesome. Well, welcome aboard, Katie. Just so you know, you're getting better treatment. For the first two months I worked on this show, Joe and Jack called me Matthew. So, <laughs> just so you know. Yeah, that's funny. Well, and the beatings. Yeah, that too. Well, I guess that's it. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Mm-hmm. 
The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.